Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. Did it? It took um about an hour or a decade to restart and <laughs> launch from this. And I, <laughs> um, everything is running slow too. So so far, things it looks like it was a good Windows update. <laughs> it did that oh, thing too. Uh, Windows update from Bill Bill William Gates. Yeah, it did that thing too. Uh, where I hate where it's like a hundred percent. And then it still just sits on that screen saying 100% for like another minute or two. It's like, I guess it wasn't really 100%, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're still doing something. Fucking technology, man. I just, oh, I ever, the, the days were better when it was fucking all you could play was Doom. <laughs> and the internet was just... You, just Doom and, Qua- Doom and Quake. It's all we had. <laughs> you just post on message boards. <laughs> Those uh, were the good bulletin, old days. Bulletin boards, yeah, style. UBBs, UBB. Except for they weren't even universal bulletin boards yet. They were just like fucking regular ass bulletin boards. <laughs> good old days. days, RBBs, regular ass bulletin boards. Big beautiful women. <sighs> That's BBW. Mm-hmm. I learned that from rap, rap music. Rap music, really. <laughs> Pornography category, I guess. Oh, is that? Oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of pornography, I don't know what's going with that. Oh, I had a girlfriend who was just like slightly like thick. You know what I mean? She wasn't really a BBW, but she'd probably call herself a BBW all the time. It was pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you're just a little bit thick, you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a big, beautiful woman, but like she wasn't that big, though. You know what I mean? She was like, Five five and like I said, like just like pretty thick. She wasn't like what I would consider BBW, but you know, it takes all kinds. It's a rich tapestry. Ah, it's mid March. Uh, it's been about a year now for the 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 old pandemic, the lockdown. Huh? It's been about a year, hasn't it? Because yeah, it's about right. I remember uh, St. Patrick's Day last year. It was like ah, oh, can't do anything. <laughs> So that's coming up. Um, it's also a year since Gal Gadot, Gadot's uh, Imagine video. So the, it must have been a year in lockdown, right? Because she, <laughs> she released that like the first day of lockdown. Oh my, I, I got to be honest with you. I completely forgot that existed. I've never actually seen the entire thing. <laughs> no, I've only ever watched like the first three seconds. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then in Saturday news, a year since Brianna Taylor was killed by the police. Rest in peace. Fuck the pigs. So it's Rest been... in pigs. Fucking peace. Yeah. Rest those pigs, fucking peace. Arrest the pigs, fucking peace. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good motto. Thank you. <laughs> we I just it. came up with that. We got there. So it's been um, a pretty big year, huh? <laughs> pretty big year. Big year for incels. Well, like what the, year isn't though? You know, a lot of year, a lot of people joined the incel community this year. Myself included. Yeah, including myself. <laughs> Yep. Oof, I've what been involuntarily celibate for, for for nearly a decade. These hands on my father's hand. Hey, are your hands starting to look like dad's hands? 
Uh, my hands have started to look like dad's hands about five years ago, Kyle. Yeah, I remember when I was younger, I had like had like you know dainty hands, long, elegant hands. But now, now they're all like muscly and meaty like that. <laughs> I'm like, I remember all thick and meaty, and there's like calluses and shit. Yeah, I got like muscles in between my knuckles and shit. Like my fingers are like sausages. Yeah, it might have been pretty, pretty powerful. <laughs> powerful fingers. Really, they, they make you extra powerful to be real good at running your, these powerful fingers through your girl's hair. Hit me up, ladies. I'm about to get vaccinated. <laughs> probably not till May. Yeah, probably not. If they do that thing like New York, where if your like BMI is over like 25 or whatever, I'm all set. Oh, me too. Yeah. Fair. If they do it. Because fucking man, I got a lot of beef. And the oh, BMI doesn't work. <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, not after you're over six feet tall. Yeah, it's not real. Well, I, I don't think it works for most people, to be honest. Because <laughs> people gain and carry weight in much different ways. The only way to determine your real, like, body fat is to do, like, that electroanalysis thing or, like, water displacement. Oh, yeah, you sit in the tank. Yeah. I'm still trying to lose weight, though. I'm trying to get down to 235. I'm, I'm thinking, though, at this point. I don't think I've been down to 235 uh, since I was, like, 21. Yeah, last time I was, like, under 230 was, I don't know, yeah, like, 23, 24, maybe. I don't think I look like a fat man, but I'm definitely over 250. Yeah, I'm stuck at, like, 255, 260 right now. I'm trying to get down 235, but last week I cut my daily calories to 2,300. We'll see how that goes. But I'm thinking to get down to 235, I'm going to have, like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it because I feel like that would be, like, my body body fat percentage is going to be, like, fucking so low you know which is hard to really really hard to attain um i did like a a calorie calculator i guess a few weeks ago and based on my current height and weight i have to eat 2800 calories a day just to maintain my current weight yeah that's with no exercise Uh oh so i don't i mean like if you're eating 2300 calories and exercising i feel like you're gonna be dropping weight like crazy it should be but um, that's what I mean, though. You're eating too much protein, isn't it? You're eating that protein. Uh... No, because I, I um, track my macros, too. So I'm not I'm hitting the, the, the recommended goals. Oh, she's got a weird body. But, yeah, I've just been you stuck in like to look at the Irish. 255 for a while. 255, 260. Yeah, last time when I went to last ever blood test, I was 261, but I was dressed, you know, had clothes on and stuff. Been stuck there for a week or two. I don't know. I haven't weighed myself since then. Who knows? Maybe I'm less, but seems like I've been stuck at that plateau for a while. So I was like, all right, I'll cut out an extra 500 calories and see how it goes. But you know, whatever. It's um, it's cuffing season. It's not though, because everyone's about to be vaccinated. It's about to be summertime. So now you know what that means. It's it's oh, peaches it. picking time in Georgia, but it's gal picking time for you. That's right, man. It's fucking. <laughs> I'm so excited to start hanging and banging again. <laughs> hanging and banging. Summertime is always when I find my potential wife, though. So summertime, you start off hanging and banging, but then you find that one girl that you love hanging and banging with the most. Then you start dating. And you're like, hmm. What's and then you happen? ruin it by Christmas. And oh, then you yeah. now usually I get like a year or two out of it. Then I ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> The problem now there's is gal picking time for me. There's only one girl in the world for me. Stay on from girl. Gal Gadot. Oh. No, 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 no. I she <laughs> I can't trust an Israeli woman. You know, oh, you know why, Kyle? <laughs> you know why? <laughs> no, it's the anti-Israeli. <laughs> it's because uh, she hates Palestinians. I'm sure. 
And you know, one struggle. No, bitch. Just- <laughs> one struggle, bitch. Wonder Woman. She is very beautiful, though. Yeah. So I mean, I guess she's I also like, don't know for a fact she might be like a nice Israeli who's all about human rights. So mm, I feel like she, I've seen her tweet some shit that I'm like, mm. pretty questionable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty slim pickings for <laughs> uh, nice Israelis who don't uh, absolutely hate Palestinians. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many of them. So yeah, she'd be a real outlier. Yeah, I don't know her if her career would have flourished in starting in Israel if she was like, and also, let's get rid of this apartheid state. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Not me, that's for sure. Um, well, hold on to your nuts and your butts. And if you're a cis woman, just try your best. If you're brave, you reach in there and get a hold of your ovaries because it's time for the number one podcast in the world. That's right. It's more news from nowhere. I'm Kyle. I have a big question for my co-host and brother, Sean. I'm Sean, and I, I have a very small answer. Uh, also, I thought we were doing this podcast for at least 15 minutes now. Yeah, but uh, that was just the uh, cold open. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question. What the fuck is this NFT crypto art bullshit? You, oh, it's, the- just, <laughs> it's just more um, techie garbage. Um, like better ways you to You remember the, the story of the daisies and, and the Dutch? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically more than that shit, it seems like. Well, here's my understanding is, uh, so we're going to farm crypto and destroy the world. And when right. we get the, when we get the Bitcoins, we're going to use the right. Bitcoins to buy, like, fan art mm-hmm. of, like, Attack on Titan. And somehow that's going to be worth money someday? Yep, that's right. You that's got what it. it is? Yep. You're, you're not bad enough of the thousand so far. Well, uh, <laughs> and a lot of people are doing this. Huh. It's uh we're not gonna make it, are we? As like a species. No, like this is like the most to me the most uh, obvious example of yeah. um, oh my god. Just garbage techno bullshit run yeah. a, run amok. You know what I mean? Yeah, last week we talked about deep fake, how bad that was. And then this, this <laughs> yeah, going on. When too, I read so, this, I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> if Kyle only knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this thing's happening, too. Well, that's the thing is we already know that um, all the Bitcoin farms are actively destroying the world. Like, well, uh, yeah. Completely <laughs> just. Yeah, they, uh, take everything. more energy in, <laughs> from the world than Korea does. So it's yeah. not a good sign. So that's pretty bad. And now people are just using it so they can buy, like, Futanari. What's your problem? I don't get it. Well, I mean, what? Why is everyone? Why is everyone so dumb? <laughs> I guess like everyone's struggling and has nothing to believe in. And they're like, well, maybe if I get this uh, for hermaphroditic fan hentai that it's one of a kind, maybe someday someone will pay me seven thousand dollars for it or what? I mean, yeah, it's basically the same shit of any other kind of like collecting. What's well, uh, uh, the entire? You, were, uh, you remember the the nineties comic book industry, correct? Yeah, the boom. Yeah, and the bust. Just that. Yeah, <laughs> speculation. Well, that's how the mainstream art industry works right now, too. But it's um, oh man, that's yeah, that's kind of at least there's yeah. like an understanded v- value for certain pieces of art, right? You know what I mean? Even if that's just as made up as the speculative art or whatever because how do you value a piece of art you know but um at least like it's not fucking a meme on the internet <laughs> that you're buying and then who how do you control those digital rights when it's a digital image that's everywhere you know 
Right, well, I have. I mean, the well, fucking, first of all, you can't I just the take someone hook. else's art and then make it your own NFT. Yeah. Like, that, like NFTs yeah. are not recognized by any form of law anywhere in the world. So yeah. it's just again, it's just garbage. You know, it's just more of this techno bullshit. <laughs> fucking Mark Cuban. You, you, uh. Well, uh, luckily, uh, technology is gonna save us. No, it's not. He, have you not paid attention to any fi- <laughs> fiction in the last fifty years? Yeah, but that's like that seems to be. Fahrenheit four fifty one wasn't about how technology is gonna save us. That seems to be the assumption that most people and governments are running on. Right? It's like, oh, we'll get ahead of it eventually somehow. <laughs> Because we're definitely not going to do anything to prevent it from getting worse. So hopefully, you know, Big Daddy Bill Gates or Elon Musk is going to come up with something any day now. (laughs) I mean, I don't trust Elon Musk to fucking take a shit in an outhouse. That's what I mean is it's not likely going to happen. But that seems to be what so many people are just like hinging the entire like fate of our species on. Because like even the Green New Deal doesn't go far enough. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we're just fucking fucking around, huh? We've just been fucking around for decades, and we're going to continue to fuck around, fuck around long enough, and then we'll burn. We'll burn. So that's pretty grim. When you stop and think about it, when I stop and think about it personally, it's like, what am I living for? To get stronger and eventually have sex again. That's about it. It's all I got on my plate. <laughs> Everything else seems uh <laughs> that just seems like the normal uh that's just that's just to be an animal, you know. Yeah, I'm returned yeah, to being monkey. alive. Just like the memes, I returned to monkey. I've actually always been someone who's really uh very much into uh like simple carnality, like just simple biological functions where it's like, yeah, I like to listen to music and get drunk and dance around and like kiss and uh fight and stuff, you know what I mean? That's like that's my shit. I like of rolling in the feces of humanity um and then uh, yeah no one likes duties and then i'm super interested in like the operations of society but then the as we've been talking about on this podcast it's all just so frustrating and banal and just evil (laughs) it's terrible so that's uh that about wraps that up um sort of news you got um well, I mean, honestly, after that, nothing. Let's just close the podcast down. Stop. Drop. Collaborate, ladies. Listen. Oh. Close it up. Shop. Whoa. Rough riders. Whoa. Oh. 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 I don't Fight and go. That's my DMX. I was watching um, Give Him the Boot this morning, which is... Uh, 2004 2005 uh tim armstrong documentary where he just uh did a bunch of tour videos for like all the hellcat records at the time and, um f- f- just all washing nostalgia but like fucking hellcat had a lot of good bands on that label for about 10 minutes for about 10 years and i was watching and i was like wonder what happened to most of these bands i'm sure a lot of them are still putting in work but like i don't pay attention to like dropkick murphy's anymore or anything like that <laughs> i know they're like hella annoying Cop rock. yeah they're like, hella annoying now and shit that's crazy the they most people like rightly now because like i said they got a hella cringe just assume them with like shipping up to boston and like their mainstream shit and all like the weird political shit 
but like um that whole like 2000s irish punk boom shit dropkick movies kind of started that you know what i mean they were cutting edge in like 1998 <laughs> i mean that uh, yeah they got that going for them in 2021 yeah i mean it's not important and like a lot of like the irish punk shit is like also cringe the only good irish punk band really is the pokes but um i don't know i guess it was an interesting sound for the time i used to like dropkick Murphy's quite a bit up until um i don't know the third album i remember listening to a lot while we played a request mm-hmm. uh dropkick murphy's anti-flight tiger army all those bands make me think of EverQuest. So AFI was a specific AFI album, Black Sails in the Sunset. Uh, whatever. That's the same thing with AFI, though. People just know like their mainstream period, right? It's like they were a band for like 12 years before that, and they were fucking East Bay hardcore, right? They were badass. <laughs> so badass. Super badass. That's right, man. Fucking AFI man living in a squad with the nerve agents and shit. Fucking East Bay hardcore, man. That's real shit. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, whatever. It was nostalgia. It was fun to watch. I was just thinking about punk rock and me or whatever. And uh, yeah, no, everyone's all oh, punk rock, blah, blah, blah. But fucking, man, that should change my life. I didn't ever go through some lame-ass, embarrassing, right-wing reactionary phase on the internet like all you nerds. <laughs> I didn't go through the writing lecture phase either. Yeah, Where's I my just, prize? <laughs> I just went through an embarrassing, not quite understanding anarchy yet phase. Yeah, you did better than most people. Yeah, and then I just went on to be an anarchist, anyways, but I read more about it. <clears throat> so, yeah, take that, internet nerds. <laughs> Also, I played EverQuest, so I was better. I'm more advanced at um, video games than most of you, too. Basically, I'm just better than everyone on the internet. <laughs> That's the, the crux of Kyle. Mm-hmm. Someone let Taeyeon know. <laughs> she better. She's better than you, Kyle. Fuck, yeah, she is, man. She's like a goddess. Terrible to think about, once again, the Korean entertainment industry or whatever. <laughs> Fucking, what a successful lady that is. I'd bow before her. I'd be like, please, ma'am, may I just have a crumb of your attention? She said, no. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get out of here, you giant foreigner. You smell like milk. <laughs> you got the butters. <laughs> got the butter stink. Oh, you definitely have the butter stink. <laughs> Me? No, I don't eat dairy. You eat all kinds of butter, though. Well, I'm make um garlic chicken tonight. One of the ingredients is butter. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Right. That butter stank on you. Sometimes they eat butter. <laughs> Sometimes it's used. You gotta, you know, base things. <laughs> well, what did well, you know that? Uh, oh, uh, I guess to, to preface this, did you ever read the uh, New York Times opinion piece that went out like a couple? A couple three days ago, uh, about that what? Pepe Le Pew um, promotes rape culture and Speedy Gonzalez is racist. Yeah, yeah. But based on that, someone um, somewhere else on the internet said, "Would Johnny Bravo work as a, a cartoon these, these days?" Um, yeah, because he. Yes, we can talk about that a little bit. But I just wanted to point out that uh, Cartoon Network India produced a. Um, uh, a, t- a special called Johnny Bravo goes to Bollywood because of how mm. popular Johnny Bravo was in India. That's cool. I have the opening song. If you'd like to view it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
I sure was. All right, I dig it so far. Oh, damn. He's a man's man, obviously. Oh, Matrix. Marilyn Monroe. A lot of pop culture references. It's firing off. It's Johnny Bravo for you. Um, let's uh, Seth MacFarlane for you. <laughs> no, they're not cutaway jokes. Well, in the opening there, they're all just a bunch of cuts. He's Johnny Bravo, so don't expect much. I'm intrigued. I think I should probably watch Johnny Bravo Goes to Bollywood. Oh, I'm definitely watching it later tonight. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, fan. it's like, since they're they're big fans of Johnny Bravo, do they continue on the aspect of Johnny Bravo, like, actually being a loser, you think? Oh, I assume so, right? That's the yeah. whole point. Isn't it? That, honestly, that's kind of... Pepe Le Pew, when I was a kid, I always kind of felt like he was a, a loser, too, but then maybe that's coloring from my, you know, my parents giving me like, their upbringing or something. <laughs> no, I, think, I, I always, I always thought it was like a weird character. Like, <laughs> you Frenchman, you're so weird. You know, I always thought it was very specific to the French. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know if Pepe Le Pew is ever... He's also be, more of a symptom of uh, the rape culture necessarily than perpetuating it. Yeah, I don't know if it's the, the Pepe Le Pew cartoons are like, hey, kids, rape is good. Because well, isn't the whole joke that, like, he's fucking weird? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, he's fucking dumb, first of all, because he missed the cat. He thinks the cat is a skunk just because he gets paint on it, right? And then... I don't know. It's Pepe is a fucking loser, right? <laughs> I guess maybe that's, that's also the whole thing of Johnny Bravo too. He's a fucking loser. Yeah, like he thinks he's a shit, but he's a loser. But it's Pepe Pew and Johnny Bravo like the same character. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's also everyone got upset that Lola Bunny's no longer sexy bunny, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about that weird yeah. shit. <laughs> I love that it's like people have given up the possibility that maybe they can make real impactful lasting change on society so it's just endless culture war shit that's it you just you gotta go live and die in the cultural war well i mean uh, everybody's the most important battles take place on twitter and tiktok and instagram i refuse to care about it i'm just i'm like i'm not i'm drawing a line i'm refusing to care about looney tunes shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm 100 gonna watch space gm too you know what i mean but I'm not going to get involved in any of the battles <laughs> that come out of it. I don't even. I don't know if I'll watch Space Jam too. I so you know far, what Kyle, you're coming over when it comes out. You're going to watch it with me and the kids. Space Jam, come on, Jam, Jam, Space Jam. Michael Jordan's in it, right? I don't know. LeBron's in it, right? Yeah, it's it's about LeBron. But I assume Michael. They're like, oh, he. They probably go to him first. He's like, no, 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 fellas. I'm retired. See the documentary I did. <laughs> <laughs> I took that personally. Oh man, that was about a year ago too. Man, what a great documentary! Oh man, I wish was. there was another. I wish there was another documentary season. I wish I could forget I watched it. So I could watch you it watch again. it again, or the, they need to make that and Tiger one King about what other basketball team would be good. They need to do one all just know. about the time Allen Iverson crossed up Michael Jordan. Seven parts. <laughs> <laughs> Seven parts just for that one thirty second of it. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can do you can do the Lakers and the Celtics, but we've already done that. ESPN's done that. Uh, Lakers and Celtics. <laughs> yeah, but not to like the the intensity. There had. I mean, they I can. Do, they like, did a five part Lakers and Celtics documentary. Oh, did or maybe it's three parts. Yeah, I just remember the thirty for thirty one that was like um, I forget what it was called. My favorite thirty for thirty is when. Uh, Style when the garden was eaten about uh like I forget what it's that one's either about like that one's about the Knicks because uh, yeah I like that one I, I I like the I just like the title <laughs> of it so much I like the, 
when the garden was eaten. That's such a fucking dope title. I, I remember the USFL one a lot with Don. Uh, oh with yeah, yeah. There's the thirty for thirty had a lot of good ones, but they were only like an hour long. Not enough. I need I need more details, more interviews, <laughs> more insight. <laughs> I, love, I love like the fucking. I need more, more Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson yeah. deserves more than an hour. Hell yeah, I just love he like the. Football. He knows baseball. I just fucking love the legitimate, like real life fucking drama of professional sports, basketball specifically, because I like basketball so much. But like, I'll watch any of the thirty for thirty shit. I'd be like, man, I never knew the Tour de France was so serious. <laughs> I hardly ever thought about the Tour de France, but watching the thirty for thirty documentary, it's fucking. This is as entertaining as any film I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> not quite but you, you get what i'm saying 30 for 30 was dope sports is dope the real life <laughs> drama um i have a question why does why is, the, uh, why is there a uh um very goldwater like range in arizona why? is that a rhetorical question or do you not know the the history of barry goldwater in arizona i don't i didn't realize he had a connection to arizona doesn't he have a Yo, bridge? He, There's a bridge he, yeah. named after some shit too. The airport's named after him. A whole bunch of shit. He's basically the father, godfather of Arizona. Oh shit! I need to read into this. Don't explain it all now. You this, absolutely do because it sounds fun to read about. <laughs> the airport's named after him. Well, one of the terminals is the uh, one you, we've we've always flown through because we're poor. Uh, Fly southwest. Yeah, I just um, I'm shocked that I mean, I guess you haven't flown since uh, like what you were in, like 19, so maybe it's been yeah, a while. I haven't had enough enough money to take an airplane since uh, my parents paid for it when I was like 19. Yeah, legitimately, the last time I flew in an airplane uh, was when Court turned 21 and we flew to Arizona or to Las Vegas for her birthday, yeah. but that was like you know, that uh, was 13 years, that was a very <laughs> reasonable flight, yeah. yeah. No, more than that. Hold on, hold this court. She's thirty. My age. She's the same as you. So yeah, so thirteen years. Thirteen years ago. Yeah. Well, actually, it's closer to fourteen, Kyle. <gasps> You're right. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, dog. I need to get this second act started. Shit. <laughs> Someone hired me to be a celebrity of some kind. I just want to entertain. But you know, right? But no one hires me to write except uh, for uh, shitty wages, where oh, my name's not on it, and I have to come up with all the ideas. So basically, I'm doing all the work, but getting none of the credit. Uh, I want to entertain, but in a confrontational way. I don't want anyone to limit my creativity. Is that possible? <laughs> I want to be able to say whatever I want and still be successful. Can I do that? I, I have a pretty no. good chance because I'm a white man from between the ages of 18 and 45, so I have a better chance than some people. Right? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, you get, that's that's glass half full thinking there, Kyle. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I've got to take advantage of this. Speaking of uh, being a white man, did you hear about the, the uproar that there might be a black Superman? Oh, no, I didn't. There, yeah, because the, the rumor is that, they, uh, they've con- that WB is in, in contact with Michael B. Jordan. To be Superman? To be, to be Black Superman. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like a, there's a, what's his fucking name? Calvin Kent or something like that in the comic books. He's like a future Superman that's black. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the story they're going to use. Remember when I pitched uh, Superman a few years, uh, a few years ago, a few <laughs> weeks ago? So it feels like years, years ago, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but I 100%, Michael B. Jordan as Clark Kent, um, Forrest Whitaker as, uh, is, is Paul Kent. Uh, Octavia uh, Spencer is Ma Kent, and then obviously Denzel is Jor El. 
right? I don't um, particularly care about Superman or what ethnicity he is. But just like you said before, I'm sure there's going to be a major culture. There'll be a major battle in the culture war over the ethnicity of Superman for sure. So stupid. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. He's created by Jewish immigrants, you fucks. It's also like fucking, (laughs) I don't care. Anyone can play anyone. You know what I mean? Any superhero, you can play by anyone. I don't give a fuck. Like Black well, Panther. Well, to a certain extent, like there's oh, certain. Black Panther yeah, don't, like Black don't Panther. cast a white guy to be Black Panther, obviously. <laughs> right, and then unless you drastically, I think we talked about this before. Unless you drastically change his origin story, Captain America kind of has to be a white dude, right? They're not going to make. Yeah, but um, they could. I mean, Falcon became Captain America. He could be Captain America, right? Or like even like the Isaiah Bradley story, right? Where the have you ever read the some of the shit that comes out after in like the eighties and nineties Captain America, where uh, or yeah. even the thoughts. Uh, uh, were they uh, after Captain America goes in the ice? They do like some Tuskegee style airman uh, experiments for future super soldiers. Yeah, that could be a fun movie if it was made by um, a legitimate filmmaker and not Marvel Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing one end, yeah. sir. I just uh, that was another thing that I was seeing with, with regards to the cultural vacuum. And you brought up earlier the comic books boom and bust. Uh, I was thinking about how the boom made it real made it obvious to uh major media companies that there was value in comic books and then the bus made it so that they were able to just snatch everything up and try to make money off of it and then now it's uh so all-encompassing it's just i don't know i don't know what my point was but i just thought it was interesting that like ah i don't know what my point is but i started rambling and here i am god damn it yeah it's just interesting the, the the consolidation of culture around corporations marvel was lucky enough to become their own, and our own corporation <laughs> fucking marvel man. For a little while yeah and then disney showed up and said hey here's a bunch of money you bitches <laughs> you dumb bitches let us crank out some fucking factory produced cgi smudge uh, I saw today on Twitter, once again, it happens like every three weeks or so ago or so, someone posts uh, screen captures of the uh, portal scene from Endgame, and they're like, look at how beautiful this shit is. This fucking cinematic joy. It's like, hell yeah, uh, man. Look I don't think, I, I think we talked about this when um, the movie came out, but that, that whole action sequence is just not good. It's just f- fucking CGI garbage smashing action figures together and shit, you know what I mean? Like every fucking action scene in a Marvel movie. So fucking annoying. That's the thing too, is people. I don't you know. Just, you can make it prettier than what they did. You know, if you're going to do. Yeah, they CGI could, but they don't. Place, it means like it look interesting. You know, well, that's my whole thing. I think we talk again. It's just bland bullshit all over the place. Because the action scenes are directed by the fucking producers in the CGI studio. It's fucking. That's everyone's like, well, just appreciate Not when them, I make a Marvel movie. Appreciate the movies for what they are. It's just mindless entertainment. Yeah, but it's fucking ugly mindless entertainment. It's fucking the two co- the color palette from Marvel movies is fucking shit brown and concrete. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be Tyler Perry's gray and blue. Fucking that's the problem with movies and uh, popular movies in general, right? Well, now, yeah, that's actually the no problem with like digital movies palette. a lot recently. Is the color palette is all it doesn't you exist. Know, every time uh, there's a scene in Mexico, it's fucking beige. No, it's fucking piss yellow. Like, oh man, the, the sun the hits different in Mexico for some reason. 
it does living close to mexico it, it is quite a bit uh hotter <laughs> yeah it's not bright you piss the color's ass. not much different but <laughs> not fucking piss y'all boys are warm out here but yeah that's why fucking digital filmmaking sucks i, I appreciate it for the ability for more people to possibly be able to make a film but since that's not actually happening anyways <laughs> fuck it <laughs> <laughs> my thing too with digital filming is like it just feels that most people are somewhere knowing they're not taking advantage of the technology somewhere because it's a lot of these movies should not look this bad well a lot of them don't have to it's um in addition to it being digital film it's also just kind of a trend in um to film and television right now like if you're telling a serious story to have it be very muted and dark and that's kind of stupid spilled over into stupid. fucking everything so you gotta watch like Pixar movies to see any color, <laughs> or Psycho <laughs> Gorman. Maybe I do like it's, hot dudes. Psycho Gorman definitely was shot on digital too, and it's got fucking colors in it. Check it out, Marvel. Get out, man. No, he was like to have colors in it. That's like I fucking watched uh, Wizard of Oz in glorious Technicolor like a couple months ago, and I was like, holy shit, look at all the colors. <laughs> fucking <laughs> movies. I want. Uh, Wizard of Oz is one of my wife's favorite movies. We watch it like at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Fucking technically around Christmas time. But someone needs to create Technicolor for digital. Like, here you go. Here's the fucking program you can use, Marvel. And look, here, here's now. a fucking real palette. Look, yeah. pastel. <laughs> Whoa, fucking. <laughs> so nice to see colors again. Fucking Captain America. <laughs> when they introduce U.S. agent and Falcon Winter Soldier, no one's going to difference between him and uh, how Captain America appears in every film except for the first <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> Is that black or navy blue? I don't <laughs> fucking color you wearing, man. Yeah, fucking. Man, can we just talk about it a second for how much of a fucking? I, I, I obviously I don't know what's going on in the Captain uh, Falcon Winter Soldier movie or TV show, but yeah. U.S. agent has just always been a prick. He's a uh, he's just like the the wetworks version of Captain America, right? Like the uh, CIA yeah. operative killing uh, communist version, the government sanctioned Captain America. Yeah, that's cool. That's a fun character. We <laughs> 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 don't have enough propaganda about that. This is fucking Jack Ryan too. Except for this one, <laughs> this one's a super. Well, soldier. this one's actually has a. Well, this one is at least portrayed in like a somewhat negative light, as opposed to Jack Ryan. He was that uh, initially, but then he goes on to lead the the West Coast Avengers. <laughs> He's just well, right. But then they like, they turn back around, and then when the, I think when in the most recent series when Cap uh, when Falcon becomes Captain America, he's like, no, no, uh, I'm sorry, you're you're a black man. Oh, he's a racist now too. That reflects the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm Whatever. I mean, that's just retconning to like, w- w- like, wash over the fact that Marvel occasionally. Oh, is do you want to talk about the fucking conservative reactionaries? Any other corporation? <laughs> One of the retcons. I've always hated the retcon that um, what's his name Ingles did for the Falcons' backstory in, in the Avengers. Do you know the Falcons' backstory originally? The Stanley one. I think it's Stanley. He's a guy that likes birds and shit, right? Yeah, basically, he's like a dude that lives in Harlem. Yeah. I believe he's a social worker and he just likes birds. He's training up his falcon. Um, he's been by a radio for some reason he can falcon. talk to. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's been by a radio falcon. Yeah, and then for some reason he uh, he answers a um, a newspaper ad about uh, looking for like falcon ears to do a hunting trip, right, in like a faraway distant Asian country. Yeah, uh, and it turns out when he gets there that these guys are um, are Hydra. 
right? So oh, they're, no. they're real, they're real Nazi they're Nazis. Guys. Yeah. And <laughs> they're, yeah. and they're doing like a, like a uh, most dangerous game style thing with the, the natives. So instead of helping them, he helps the natives lead like a, a rebellion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he forms like guerrilla shit and, and leads a fight against Hydra. And eventually Captain America shows up at the kind of like the very end. He's like, you know what? You should be a superhero. And that's kind of the Falcons. I like the uh, MCU then, origin where he's just a government guy who. <laughs> well, only it gets worse because then in the 80s, um, Steve Ingalls gets a hold of the Falcon. Who I definitely like Ingalls writing, but he rewrites it so that at some point the Falcon there's like a someone in his family gets shot in Harlem and he goes to California and becomes a pimp for some reason. Yeah, black guy. I get it. Yeah, black. <laughs> black man, totally. Yeah, so, so that's that's, that's the retcon of the Falcon. Yeah. I like his original origin a little bit better. <laughs> it's more interesting, that's for sure, and not as uh, racist. <laughs> but, but the MCU one's yeah, just, just a normal good, dude man. who likes birds. MCU, man, he's, uh, he works for the government or some shit. I mean, at least he they didn't make him a Iron fucking man. pimp. Knows Iron Man, I yeah, but it's just everything in the MCU is fucking military propaganda. I, I like you say that a lot, but like it, it doesn't really outside of Captain Marvel, which is fucking straight up military propaganda. It doesn't really feel that much like military propaganda. We should stop taking all the money from a lot of the, the a lot of the military, military ends up being bad guys. And I mean, like in Avengers, uh, Infinity War, the second, the first one, not the second one. The Secretary of Defense tries to have Captain America arrested. Yeah, but uh, CIA operative saves Wakanda and Black Panther. <laughs> or helps to save Wakanda. <laughs> and he's played by Bilbo that's, uh, that's That's straight up comic book shit. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like I said before... You can, blame, you can blame Christopher Priest for that. I've talked about Marvel before, how they're just as reactionary conservatives in most of their creative adventures. There's a few outliers, and the, those are the ones that are famously known for, especially the guys in the groovy 60s. But even uh, Stan Lee was working for the government at one point in the 60s. He eventually got older and disavowed it, but you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is uh, uh, fucking comic books aren't cutting edge of radical uh, f- f- ex- <laughs> no, expressions. Uh, no mass media is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so don't. Uh, so no one should look to comic books. But, yeah, but... Uh, Black Panther or whatever. Nah, fucking shut up. <laughs> fucking make them white if they could. So, uh, this is a comic book podcast where we, I hate comic books. <laughs> you know a lot comic about comic, comic books, comic. and I hate them. <laughs> and I, you know a lot about comic books. Don't pretend like you don't fucking yeah, but know. You know way more than you I do. And you love them, too. You love them. Yeah, don't but I like, like just like with um, most... Um, media i prefer like the more outsider stuff and for some reason british writers deadpool and (laughs) well no i don't like deadpool i did at one point but i like the you love that fabian nietzsche deadpool shit oh yeah is that what his name was i remember fabian it's fabian right i don't know his last name is yeah but that was actually that was actually When they brought when Deadpool had his sort of resurgence in the early two late nineties, early two thousands, it was actually funny, right? They're, like they're actually writing jokes and shit. It wasn't. We talked about this a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just pooping and, and like, fucking balls and doing a dookie. <laughs> yeah, you know, just lowest common denominator shit. And yeah, the X Men rule because they're fucking weird, man. But why do I love all the British writers from the British invasion? Right, because it's Garthian and he's Irish, so that's not British. Brits out, but then Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman, 
um, what's the Scottish guy? You know the one, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Yeah, those are like those are the best comics guys. They're all from all they're all from the the, the Ireland or the the Britain. What's the deal? So I think it's because they didn't have to grow up in the uh, crushing uh, pop culture worshiping society of the United States, so they didn't have as much fervor for superheroes. Possibly? I don't, I don't know. know. Interesting to think about. I don't know how different the British culture is than American culture on a. You know, I mean, with regards to the comic macro books. Macro level. Because the comic books in Britain are more about uh, detectives and spacemen and shit, whereas the American comics are superhero shit. So maybe. Be- they're able to have more of an outside view of it. I don't know. Grant Morrison's stuff for X Men was pretty weird, though. Remember? Remember his <laughs> <I X-Men>? <laughs> he created that, um, created that one. Right. Yeah, what's the the white dude? The guy that's in all in white and he's a Weapon X experiment too. He's got a stupid name. What's that dude? <laughs> oh, I, <remember. laughs> I don't know, but yeah, Zorn. <laughs> Zorn. Yeah. That's good. yeah. <laughs> Some good shit. That was Magneto. Uh-huh. But he was he was he had a robot head or something. <laughs> um, good shit. Somebody uh Magneto lost his memories and now he's our friend storylines. Remember the Joseph one around like the onslaught era? Yeah, but that wasn't actually Magneto, right? It didn't end up being like a, like a clone or something. <laughs> weird explanation that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with the comics, especially the, the big two, DC and Marvel, is just all the random like bullshit like soap opera bullshit that can happen uh it's funny though funny to think about well so anyways on march there uh akira news coming out akira news yeah akira news kyle they're releasing akira on 4k more than that guess what they're doing new anime that's right what the entire manga oh really yeah probably gonna be cg though oh i don't know that for a fact but you know i'm just reading the tea leaves but are, what do they? Is there a studio that's specifically attached to make the new manga? I don't remember. I'd have to go back and read the news article. Holy shit! I'm totally down for them to do a f- anime that covers the whole manga. But then, um, I don't want it to be CG. If it's a Japanese studio doing it, there's it's probably not going to. It'll be like CG assisted. But it might yeah, which be. is just as bad in my opinion. I don't know, man. If they got the fucking money and like it looks good, and um, but it's not gonna look good though, you know, because Akira looks real good. Yeah, but what if Otomo is Otomo still involved, or you know, what's going uh, on? I think he is. If hmm. I remember reading the article correctly, you know, obviously because it's it was based on like an Akira, um, like panel news event thing. Um, and so there's obviously translations. Oh, here's know, some interesting uh, news article that came up when I was looking at Katsuhiro Otomo. It says David Lynch almost made a live action film out of one of his manga, Domu. That would have been fucking booty tight. <laughs> a booty tight. A booty tight. David Lynch, Katsuhiro Otomo. Holy shit. Oh, also, here's an advertisement for a bomber jacket that has the Kira manga printed on it. That looks pretty tight, too. Oh, the one thing I, I've realized recently is that people have to be lying about how much they've, they've, they've read because I read a lot and I um, still can't keep up with the amount of like manga and comic books and novels that I want to read. I have shit from like two or three years ago that I haven't read. Yeah. But the, uh, most people um, uh, only talk about the same, like three mainstream things. I don't, I don't hardly ever see anyone even like mentioning like that they've doing any uh 
You know what I mean? I, don't, I hardly ever see people claim that they're familiar with anything beyond like fucking whatever's on Netflix and, you know, mainstream anime and comics and shit, you know? I guess. It just seems like everybody, every time I go to a topic, the same people are like, oh yeah, I read that. I'm like, no, you didn't even fucking lie. There's no way. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I spend a lot of time consuming media myself. Like, I'll go through like, I have a list of manga that I want to read, and I have a list of, like, horror comics that I want to read, and then here's a list of Japanese movies I want to watch, Korean movies I want to watch. So, like, I'll just show on my computer of, like, stuff. Eventually, I'll get around to them. And, like, I have a lot of free time right now, and I have, like, the past year, and it's still, like, I haven't had enough time to consume enough media. <laughs> yeah, I need, like, an extra couple hours. I just need not to sleep. What's the purpose of all this media consumption, though? I, honestly, I'm not really just to entertain myself. It seems like yeah. I used to, at one point when I was younger, it used to, I felt like I was, you the know, rounding rounding out the edges a little bit. Not not everything I consumed had to be, you know, life altering. I think some of it is just entertainment. But like now, it's like I feel like I got a pretty solid foundation. I believe what I believe. Um, well, I guess as far as like film and documentaries and stuff go, a lot of it is just like it's interesting to inhabit someone else's life or that sort of thing for a while, right? And then the more fantastical stuff is, especially like manga and anime, is just like, damn, that shit looks wild, man. That's fun to look at. I don't know. I guess I'm just, what's the importance of anything anymore? The only thing that seems to be real is drinking, fighting, and fucking. <laughs> Are those things even real, Kyle? What purpose do they truly serve? All right. You get drunk and you're feeling good. And feeling good is one of the most important things in the world. You, you strive, humans strive to be vibing and feeling good all the time. But all animals do. You want to eat and you want to sleep and you want to get fucked up so you feel good. So there, there you go. Once you're feeling good on alcohol, you know, you, 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 the wrong guy bumps into you and you're feeling a little puffed up. You're a little chuffed. You know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you, this fool think he is? Is he not fucking with me? Kyle McDonald. And then your blood gets up and you're like, oh, fucking the adrenaline. I feel it. Let's fight. And then you get in a fight and you get to feel the satisfaction of winning a fight. Or sometimes um, you get the shit kicked out of you. And then even being like sore and beat up the next day, it's like a validation of being alive. Like, God damn, I'm so human. This is wonderful. And sometimes you win the fight, right? And you feel powerful and satisfied. And you're like, I did it. The, the sweet feeling of conquest. I just, I just love myself so much. It was so meaningful to just be alive and be human right now. And then you squash the beef. And then you're like, you know what? And also, let's bang. And this is the closest thing to being born again. So wait, you fight a dude and you fuck him? That's what I got out of that. Yeah, you squash the beef. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you fucking you squash the beef. Let me tell you what. The beef. I squash the beef. The beef. Squash the beef. Squashing the beef. I mean, whatever you're into. You get it. VHS cult vassals. You understand what I'm talking about. That's the whole point of life. Living in a podcast. It's just it's rolling in the feces of humanity. It's love and sex and blood and sweat and tears and all the good shit. It's like that quote, I forget who said it. It's like the key to life is salt, um, sweat, sea, or the tears. Yeah. Sweat, the sea, or tears. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. Fucking, you feel me? You feel no. me? No, I don't feel you at all. I feel me. So that's my life philosophy. <coughs> With that in mind, 
March 13th, 1997, hundreds of Arizonans called their local law enforcement. And God damn it. Is this about the, the fucking the, the lights in the sky? 24th anniversary today. The Phoenix lights have reported a series of strange lights moving over their cities and towns. The Phoenix, Phoenix lights case remains one of the largest UFO sightings in history and continues to be an established fixture of contemporary UFO discord. I mean, it ju- definitely wasn't um, those lanterns for sure. Not lanterns. You know, those lanterns. You mean like fucking lantern festival or the, the paper lanterns? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Wasn't them shits, you fool? No, it wasn't. 100% it was. But go ahead. Go over there with your crazy 100%? Story. Who says that? <laughs> Me. Continue. Oh, oh I did, like that's not even like a solidified like cover-up story. <laughs> the, the, the Even like the official uh, outcome of it is like, oh, we don't know. Um, at roughly 7 p.m., people in northwestern Arizona began reporting a large craft passing overhead. Yeah, here's also the part where it doesn't make sense that it's uh, lanterns because uh, people saw a dark object that was blotting out the sky passing overhead, not even having lights. Sure they did. Sure they did. Kyle. It was a big black delta. Um, look into it. Uh, Dan Aykroyd talks about big black delta. Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, you know he's right. Yeah, he wrote Ghostbusters. Did you write Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if uh, you read Dan Aykroyd's version of Ghostbusters, you'd say, I don't think Dan Aykroyd wrote Ghostbusters either. (laughs) Uh, He definitely wrote the ghost blowjob scene. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everybody remembers that. I do. (laughs) It was one of the most uh, affecting scenes on me as a child. I was like, why is this in the movie? (laughs) It was much much more elaborate in his version of the script. I'll tell you that. (laughs) According to the National UFO Reporting Center, the first call they received came at uh, 8 16 p.m. from a retired police officer. See, he's a police officer too. You know, you can trust them. Oh, God. He lived in Paulden, Arizona, about a uh, town about two hours north of Phoenix. I was about to be like, what the fuck's Paulden? But it's two hours north of Phoenix. Uh, he reported seeing a series of reddish, reddish lights arranged in a V formation. Oh, Lord, they're, they're everywhere. All right, you ready for a timeline of, timeline of events? I guess That's important so. shit. And about. No, it's not. 6.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. A man reported seeing a V-shaped object above Henderson, Nevada. He said it was about the size of a Boeing 747. It sounded like rushing wind and had six lights on its leading edge. I know this because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a flight coordinator. They don't say what this man was. <laughs> but he was a man. Uh, the lights reportedly traversed northwest to the southeast. An unidentified former police officer from Paulden, Arizona, claims to have been the next person to report a sighting. Uh, this would have been about 8.15. He was leaving his house. He was driving. Lizard people! He saw a cluster of reddish-orange lights in the sky, comprising four lights together and a fifth light trailing, trailing them. Uh, each of the individual lights in the formation appeared to the witness to consist of two separate point sources of orange light. He returned home and through binoculars watched the lights until he disappeared south over the horizon. Yeah, lanterns can't do that, Sean. Can't disappear <laughs> over the horizon. <laughs> lanterns can't just disappear. Uh, lights were also reportedly seen in areas of Prescott. Uh, Prescott, isn't that what there people here say? They say Prescott. Yeah, Prescott. Prescott and Prescott Valley. That's how I say it because I'm from the Bay. Um, at approximately eight fifteen. Callers began reporting the object was definitely solid because it blocked out much of the starry, starry skies it passed over. Ooh, did you get chills thinking about it? Ooh. 
Oh, some giant object blocking out the sky. What's it gonna do? God, I hope so. I mean, it's gonna oof. gonna destroy to with the, life the White House or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not Independence Day. Uh, Devon Lorenz and his aunt Jamie Lorenz were standing outside on his porch in Prescott Valley when they noticed a cluster of lights to the west northwest of their position, formed a triangular pattern. All of them appeared to be red except for the light at the nose of the object, which was distinctly white. That's probably like their fucking um, their uh, um, abduction ray, the ray, their abductor ray, right? They blast you with that and suck you up into the ship. That sounds right. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. That's science for you. Um, the objects which had been <laughs> observed for approximately two to three minutes with binoculars then passed directly over the observers uh, were seen to bank to the right and then disappear into the night sky to the southeast of Prescott Valley. Um, the altitude could not be determined. However, the object was fairly low and made no sound whatsoever. <gasps> How can it make no sound? I mean, I because it's not it's not really there. Oh, okay. Well, the <laughs> National UFO Reporting Center received the following report from Prescott area. We observed five yellow white lights in a V formation moving slowly from the whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what I heard from the other man. The colors are different. Yeah, lights can change colors. I have color changing lights in my room. You got to set the mood for when I bang my wife. What what? It's fucking, it's coming this summer. Told you. We started, so the beginning of the podcast, we talked about it. It's uh, peach picking season and then cuffing season. That's how, that's how it always goes. It's gal picking time for me. Uh, Tim Lane, his wife, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. His son, Hal. What the fuck? Bobby and Hal? They had a son named Hal? That's like an old man's name. (laughs) This is 1998. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, but imagine me in 1998 as a 12-year-old named Hal. Wouldn't that be fucking weird? Nah, that sounds right. You look like a Hal to me. (laughs) And his grandson, Damien. What? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) Um, They saw the lights above uh, Prescott Valley at about 65 miles away from them. Again, like, how do you, that is, what what their credentials did say it's 65 miles an hour, uh, 65 miles away? Uh, Tim Lay uh, is a professional uh, eyeballer. I say that's about 60, 65 miles away. <laughs> I say that dog about 35, 36, uh, 36, me, 36 feet away from me. At first, the, light appeared, the lights appeared to them as five separate and distinct lights in an arc shaped as if they were on top of a balloon. Right. So, right, but, yeah, like you're saying, to. right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they soon realized that the lights appeared to be moving towards them. Lanterns <gasps> don't have a will of their own. <laughs> they're not pushed by air currents. <laughs> no, they're, they're not. S- they're stationary. They go straight up as fast as possible. I don't know about you. Have you ever been to the Lantern Festival? Hmm? Uh, hmm? many years ago. Yeah, and they didn't look like spooky UFO aliens to me when we set the lantern off. <laughs> Because I watched it and I, you know, made it happen. I'm just saying that give me like an hour and a half and I can make a spooky UFO out of some lanterns. It's not big enough to blot out the sky. Only thing that can do that is uh, the Spartans in 300 or whatever. No, the no that was the arrows. Yeah, the Persian, Persian shot. And the uh, Spartans like, yeah, we're going to fight in the shade then. No, uh, it was uh, Leonidas was like, yeah, I'll spread my butthole so wide it'll block out the sky. That's what, that's what happened. Spartan, so it was the honest. In the movie, they call him Leonidas, but um, 
I always said uh, Leonidas first, and then I just kept saying that. What do you think? I, mean, it's I don't know the text. I'm not familiar enough with uh, very ancient Greek to understand to tell you what the correct pronunciation is. Yeah, I just got in the habit of like any Leonidas sounds like honestly the Roman pronunciation of his name. Yeah, because I got in the habit of pronouncing like any Greek names very like fluidly, right? Because like the, the, the Socrates, 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 Socrates. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Poseidon. Yeah, like, so like, again, like, Socrates is probably like the correct pronunciation, but Socrates is more the Latin pronunciation, right? That's my understanding of it, anyways. Mm. I'm not a fucking linguist. I'm just a guy that occasionally reads history. Yeah, Alcibiades. 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 Whatever. Um, uh, they could make out a shape that looks like a, a 60, 60 degree carpenter's square. Uh, Patrocles. That's uh, that's uh, um, Achilles' cousin's name. <laughs> <laughs> the one he was sticking his penis in. Patrocles. Patrick. Now, now Patrick's very much considered an Irish name because of St. Patrick, who was a British slave in Rome, right? Yes, I believe. So that's, that's yeah. There you go. He's named Patrocles. Then he came to Ireland and he got rid of the, <clears throat> got rid of the snakes. <laughs> that's what it was. I don't think they ever had snakes, is my guess. But maybe it's like a euphemism saying he drove out the pagans or the druids, you know? The snakes. <laughs> Damn snacks. Because druids can turn into snakes. Not oh, Irish wolves. druids, though, because they didn't know what snakes were. Because <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> snakes on the island. <laughs> um, What's this son? What's he turning into? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking wiggly stick. Oh, it's like a worm, but like really big. <laughs> All right, so it looked like a 60-degree carpenter square with five lights set into it, with one at the front and two on each side. Uh, the object with embedded lights appeared to be coming right down the street where they lived, about 100 to 150 feet above them, traveling so slowly that it appeared to hover and was silent. Ignore me! <laughs> it then uh, passed silently, went through a V opening in the peaks of the mountain range towards Squaw Peak Mountain and toward the direction of Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. Um, they say the between mountain peaks, but... Um, as residents of Arizona, we can let you know there's Big not hills. actually mountains here. <laughs> they are just pretty tall hills, yeah. Witnesses in Glendale, a suburb, a suburb of northwest Phoenix, saw the object passed overhead in an altitude high enough to become obscured by thin clouds. This is approximately between 8.30 and 8.45. So, so far, Sean, it's traveled all the way from Henderson, Nevada, starting at 7.55, and we're now... 50 minutes later and it's arriving in glendale you think lanterns can do this um, i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of questions generally to be honest. <laughs> um and then finally it enters phoenix the triangular formation enter the phoenix area bill grenier a cement driver hauling a load down a mountain uh, or once again a hill north of Phoenix. <laughs> Describe the second group of lights. Uh, I'll never be the same. Before this, if anybody had told me to say I saw a UFO, I would have said, "Yeah, I believe in the tooth fair. I believe in the tooth fair." Now I've got a whole new view, and I may just be a dumb truck driver, but I've seen something that don't belong here. this don't this don't here belong in this here world. Uh, it's from 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 outside space. 
<laughs> Grenier stated that the lights hovered over the area for more than two hours. Uh, after Phoenix, a report came from a young man in the Kingman area who stopped his car at a payphone to report the incident. The young man en route to Los Angeles called from a phone booth to report having seen a large and bizarre cluster of stars moving slowly in the northern sky. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> Photographic documentation. There's uh, tons of photos and uh, camera and video and stuff of Phoenix Lights. You can go check it out. There's like hundreds of YouTube videos that um, combine. What's the word? Co- co- collect <laughs> all the footage. <laughs> Correlate. Yeah, they collect all the footage. You go check it out. It's uh, the realest, most convincing UFO event of all time. Mostly just because it lasted so long and so many people saw it. Um, what do you think it was? You think it was uh, did I not already? <laughs> did I already bring this? Uh, I think I think I I I, uh, I gave you the lead. Lanterns. Yeah, lanterns over a fucking like two hour period crossing. Hold state on, I'm gonna lines. pull. I'm pulling up the Wikipedia article right now on my phones. Crossing state lines over two hours. Wind direction measured independently by several weather stations in the Phoenix area and archived by the National Centers for Environmental Information is consistent with reports about the movement of the lights. During the event, wind direction, origin, was uh, was changing from roughly west, i.e. blowing towards the east, to north, i.e. blowing towards the south. This supports the hypothesis that the flying objects were driven and could simply have been balloons, such as sky lanterns or other balloon-carried light effects, or flares. Or is UFO big black delta? Yeah, that's fucking lizard man. You're right. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, look into it. <laughs> Crystal skull vodka. Yeah, that? Crystal skull vodka. <laughs> Go slow job. <laughs> yeah, so that's tight. Um, it's the 24th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. Two days. Are they going to be back today? Um, Woo! A, come on, come over to my house. Let's throw up some sky lanterns. So there's another sighting in 2008 that was kind of similar but shorter, less witnesses. Uh, it wasn't it, it wasn't on the anniversary. It was just some other time. But it'd be cool if they came back to visit. Um, if I had a big black delta UFO, I come um, for the the humpback whale. I'd install like a uh, else like a just pristine future 4K, 8K, 12K, 16K, whatever the aliens have LCD. A screen on the bottom of my big black delta and then i'd fly over the city showing alien porn <laughs> gross mm-hmm. it'd be awesome i saw the, like tentacles uh, an article today that was basically like nasa says aliens may not be fuckable that wasn't the, how it was presented but that's basically what they said and it was like i'd like to see him stop me. <laughs> <laughs> if they got a hole i'm gonna fuck it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna give it well, as soon as i meet a goddamn alien i'm giving it a shot if they consent you know what i fucking learned from the best there is james tiberius kirk that's that goddamn hole, right you gotta fuck it damn god damn right these aliens there's aliens out there and they need love too and they're excited to have sex with the ape man which is me because we're apes a lot of people don't don't classify don't think about yourself as an ape but you are if you're listening not me to i think this. about myself as a monkey nope you're an ape no monkey no, you don't give that of, shit about no tails. So you're one of the difference in the goddamn world. You're one of we're the monkeys. We're all monkeys. One of the I, I feel like science is on my side on this. Well, yeah, apes are technically branched off the monkey tree. So you, you go as monkey, ape, great ape, um, uh, humans, and then there's other the other great apes are bonobos, chimpanzees, orangutan, 
and gorillas. And then lesser apes are like uh, gibbons and stuff. <laughs> gibbons are lesser apes. Stupid gibbons. Yeah. I don't remember what the difference is between lesser and greater apes. But gibbons are pretty cool. I like to watch them run around and do gibbon shit. They pretty, seem to be pretty chill with other animals. That's one of the uh, coolest defining characteristics of Gibbons. Like, you always see him, like, trying to play with cheetahs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen dogs play with cheetahs. They're not special. Uh, cheetahs are actually so fucking anxious that they have to have, like, helper dogs when they're <laughs> in captivity. Otherwise, they'll die. Yeah, cheetahs <laughs> not a very well-designed animal, the cheetah. <laughs> Not too bad, not too bad though. Um, yeah. So Phoenix Lights. This was before we lived in Arizona, so we didn't get to see him. That sucks. I remember hearing about it, but um, would have been cool to see, man. Check out the big black delta. I'd just be like, damn, check on the check out the big black delta on that baby. That's what I'd say. Oh, I can't stop thinking about big black deltas. Uh, big black deltas. That's another porn category. BBDs. Big black deltas. Personally, I um I think it was aliens. <laughs> yeah, me too. You, you uh, convinced me. Yeah, I don't know why the X Files didn't ever do an episode about it. I'm sure they did. They need to bring back X Files. Oh, they no, did. They, they don't. Yeah, they do. Well, no, it doesn't have to be X Files, but there needs to be another like monster of the week, like spooky. Sure there's got to be one out there right now that we're not we're not paying attention to. Oh shit! Did you know they bring back? Left. They brought back Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon, but it's like a like a Stranger Things style show where the the Midnight Society is trying to lift a curse on the town or some shit. Oh, for real? Yeah, for real. It's that awful. might be worth checking out. No, oh, it's, it's awful. It's awful. Know. It's a stupid idea. Why would you do that to the Midnight Society? I don't know, man. Like spooky. Kids I like it. No, no, no. Fun. It's just the Midnight Society is a framing narrative for a kid style uh, Twilight Zone show, and that's all it is. Tales from the Crypt. That too. An- anthology show. Yeah, yeah. That is that is way cooler than uh, an ongoing narrative. You're right. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Stranger Things. Yeah, and Stranger Things sucks. So why wouldn't the cheaper version of it suck? <laughs> hmm. Sometimes cheaper is better than Turkish Star Wars. <laughs> Sister Sensei. <laughs> Sister Sensei, indeed. Did you watch that? No, I forgot. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. The I couldn't. Um, I don't think I can find it unless I pay two dollars. So I guess I'll pay the two dollars. Two dollars is a drop in the bucket once I get that stimmy. Stimmy stim stim. Get that fourteen hundred dollars. We'll be like. Big pimpin, spend the cheese. Uh, me, me, me and Jay Z, we out there get some fucking. While you sip on piss, I sip on Chris. Chris. And I got beat up by Solange. That shit is funny. Um, remember when Crystal was like the, the the rapper drink of choice, and it had it had its like moment for a few years in the two thousands, and then I think like Alize in the nineties had like the same sort of thing. Remember uh, when uh, it was kind of popular and they did that episode of Cribs? I can't remember. He's like a motocross dude. And he's like, ah, all these people talking about Cristal. But I found this Cristal light. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that sucks, man. I'd rather sip on Chris. Well, uh, are you telling me? Oh, you gobbled your last ghoul over here. Oh, I gobbled my last ghoul. (laughs) It seems like um, (laughs) he might have gobbled his last ghoul. Yeah. I mean, you'd think so, but I feel like the lesson that uh, Trump told, taught everyone is that, hey, if you just hold out long enough, people will just give up. Well, it's also like um, 
not to take anything away from the the allegations of sexual misconduct or whatever it's also like okay cool man but you um remember when you let all the old people die and you tried to cover it up and shit you need to be like resigned because of that shit or be thrown out you know what i mean like fucking he's not only is he a terrible like human being like yeah he's a shit fucking mayor he had the audacity to write a book about how good he was knowing he's killing everyone's grandparents <laughs> kyle he's governor oh whatever he's fucking italian <laughs> excellence or whatever <laughs> hey yeah fucking you know your, your, your goddamn grandmas and your grandpas i fucking uh send them to the fucking pizza oven <laughs> That's how you lead. Uh, we're going to get the vaccine out. Mr. Trump, come on. The fucking New York seems to breed those kind of assholes, huh? Uh, yeah, that's kind of like known for it, isn't it? Every like political figure that comes out in New York is just like, hey, you know, I'm a fucking asshole over here. Yeah, like fucking Franklin Delano Roosevelt, that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but he's from like upstate New York where like the hillbilly weirdos <laughs> live. <laughs> I think, right? <laughs> that's what. Yeah, he was definitely. No, I mean, I know he's from upstate New York, but I, I think that's what upstate New York is, right? Uh, well, I don't, don't want to necessarily. Yeah, hillbilly weirdos and really rich fuckers. Yeah. Buffalo Bills, eh? Finger Lakes. I'm going to the Finger Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I know about upstate New York. The end of list. <laughs> All that I, I, we pretty much covered everything of um, interest or of note this week. We as we really go into crypto news unless you talk about the Phoenix Lights. Phoenix Lights, man, it's the anniversary. Yeah, I was trying to look up Bigfoot shit this week, but I didn't find it. Right. You're not keyed in to all the Bigfoot uh, news of that. Wait, wait, hold on, let me let me throw this in here just before we, we close out for the day. Uh, okay. The Bachelor, have you ever watched it? No. Well, I mean, I mean, like a million years ago, I probably yeah, with mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's the last time I watched it too. So my 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 iPhone, I watched the this season. Uh, Matt, I think is the dude's name. Uh, f- f- the lankiest motherfucker in the world. Like this, he why are you wearing so many turtlenecks? Is how the question I have for you. Uh, but second, look, you have the I, worst um, choice in women. Uh, why why would you pick Rachel? You you god awful man. If you pick it, if you pick Rachel over Michelle in the final, you're a fucking idiot. Anyways, we're we're, we're done here. Uh, Matt Bachelor. I don't see any pictures of him in a turtleneck. He's always I'm gonna find suits. the goddamn team in a turtleneck for you. Matt Bachelor turtleneck. You remember you heard of that what's his face? Uh what's Chris Harrison? He's he's no longer gonna be a uh bashing. He's bashing anymore. About what? He's not the host, or he's not gonna because he's said some racist shit. Who? Chris Harrison isn't that the host of The Bachelor? I don't know shit about The Bachelor. <laughs> God damn it, Chris Harrison. That's like sounds like I thought you were talking about someone went to like high school with or something. You remember Chris Harrison? Because <laughs> that just sounds like some random fool's name, you know? I think it was a Chris Harrison in high school, but this is a different man. Some turtlenecks. Like, I guess he's yeah, he's got some turtlenecks on. Hey, damn, he's pretty jacked. He's pretty cut up, man, like Rambo. <laughs> Good for him. He does have a long ass neck, though. What's that about? That's why he's wearing That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah he has a turtleneck neck. just to hide how long his neck is. Yeah. But no one looks good in a turtleneck. Not even this long neck motherfucker. He, the worst. Like, say no to sometimes to some of the outfits these people are, are bringing to you. Uh, I'm sorry. In the 90s, if you had a turtleneck and chain combination on, you, you were looking fucking fly. So you're wrong about <laughs> yeah, no, that. Uh, your problem right now, though, is that it's 2021. And uh, it's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Rocky Maya view anymore. I bet I could fucking rock a tone like in chain. You, f- you could not. Absolutely. 
No, I refuse. I'm full off wearing necklaces and turtlenecks. Turtleneck and chain. Turtleneck and chain. That's the name of a like Lonely Island album or some shit, isn't it? Is it? I think it is. I don't, I'm not album. a big Lonely Island fan. I'm not either, but they're like a they're a big part of popular culture. Unfortunately, when we were um, in our twenties, I'd say. Yeah, but I was having kids then, so who gives a shit? Oh yeah, I was partying hard though, having kids, psh, psh, having a fulfilling life. Psh, psh, people that love you unconditionally. Psh, psh, Just that you gotta force <laughs> it. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. <laughs> you gotta make people love you unconditionally. <laughs> Fuck that! I'd rather make seven dollars an hour and spend it all on drugs <laughs> and rent. I was thinking, uh. Someone was like, yeah, this $1,400 stimmy will cover like seven months of rent for some people. And I was like, I remember I lived in like a four bedroom house with like six people and my rent was still like 260 a month. And that was like 12 years ago. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we, these people live in like what? West Virginia? Well, I'm just like, where the fuck is rent $200? I don't believe it is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think that's real. They're just trying to like cover some stupid shit someone in the Biden cabinet says. Yeah, man, fucking just fucking pay your rent. Seven months. So how much is rent? Fifty bucks? Yeah, no problem, man. Oh well. Um it could be worse for me. I mean, I shouldn't complain, right? I don't have to pay rent. I just had to live with my parents. So that's cool. <laughs> Uh, I'm not ever gonna own any property. <laughs> well, that's the VHS cult. Uh, go to our website, vhskvlt.com. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends and family. Follow Sean on Twitter. Follow me on nothing. But all you can follow VHS Cult on Twitch and Spotify or something. I don't know. Do subscribe shit. Like and subscribe. I don't really know how this shit works, to be honest. It's probably why you don't have very many listeners. <laughs> yeah. So it's all word of mouth, right? We maybe should I should go put on put up some flyers and over by ASU. That's how you used to get people to go to like punk shows. I think it works for podcasts. <laughs> Is ASU in session? I don't know. I don't know if there are there are target demographic either. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't know we'll get a couple of them. College educated teens listening to this. <laughs> yeah. I'm college educated. Yeah, but in my, um, my thirties. There are they going to care about comic books and um, professional wrestling from the nineties? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> what do kids care about these days? Seems like nothing. Fucking Mine- what they've always cared about Minecraft and TikTok. Oh, really? <laughs> At 18? Minecraft? Oh, no. Uh, they, I don't know, actually, when they get to be that age, because it seems like they don't party as hard, like, as, like, um, I did and my generation did. So, like, I don't know what college-age kids are doing, really. I'm sure there's still tons of people that are partying hard, but I just mean in general, like, people that would listen to the podcasts that are, like, 18 to 22. I don't know what the fuck they do. <laughs> Post on Twitter about, like, um, communism or some shit. <laughs> probably B- B- bread tube they like bread tube I'm sure Fallout New Vegas uh, Monster Energy drinks Dorian Electra maybe maybe they like Dorian Electra if you like Dorian Electra this is a podcast for you I, I like them too
<laughs> yeah, okay, bye. VHS Cult.